Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets my perspectives on sports. I'm Derek. I'm joined by my dad, Scott. You know, I'll in- introduce you right away today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Derek. Well, today we've got a full NFL episode, except towards the end, I'm going to bring up a very dramatic event that happened in the World Series game number one. Kicking it off in the NFL, you can't talk NFL at this point without talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. They are a dominant force to be messed with. They just seem to go over and trample everybody since week one. I have to ask you, Derek, what have you and your friends been talking about at school in terms of the of the Chiefs? Does Does the Taylor Swift-Travis-Kelsey romance come up at all? There have been a few times that the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift romance has come up. Travis Kelsey, well, for the Chiefs, has been a really good player for them. He's been a great target for Patrick Mahomes if he just needs to get the pass off. Other than that, I mean, this Chiefs team, they won the Super Bowl last year. They look like they could go on a dynasty. Well, they've won uh, six in a row since they lost in week one. Yep, so so when you play the Chiefs, you're going to want to come in with a little concern. This team is really good, both sides of the ball. You need a good team, both offense and defense, to be able to go on a run, and the Chiefs have everything. Well, continuing on from probably one of the best teams in the, in the NFL to probably one of the worst the Carolina Panthers. Not the start you want to have to the season if you're Carolina. 0-6 to start the year. I figured they would come like 3rd or 4th this year, but I did not expect them to start. Yeah, still looking for their first win under their rookie quarterback and new head coach. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, we talked about it, I think, last week or the week before. The owner's not happy there I think he was looking for a more immediate success and you look over at what Houston's doing with CJ Stroud and all of a sudden it makes what the Panthers are doing with Bryce Young look even worse yeah and you know what I'm kind of fine with it because the Bears gave them the number one overall pick so I'm kind of enjoying watching who we could have had Come down in proverbial flames. Well, that's the that's the thing there. If you're a Bears fan, you want more losses for the Panthers. Yeah, so what I'm looking for is a nice long stroll through the loss column. So, yeah, continuing on with the Panthers, just a really bad start. Like you said, the owners, they wanted immediate success. It has just not come for them. Well, let's move over to the division that's mainly talked about in this area, the NFC North. Let's kick it off with my team, the Chicago Bears. We lost our quarterback, Justin Fields, to an injury. But then we found a backup, Tyler Bangent. Didn't really do his best in the game against the Vikings. But then he shined against the Las Vegas Raiders and put on a show. For me, I'm not sure if Tyler Banshin is the guy, but he could definitely be at least a good person to 
back up for Justin Fields. I was going to say, are you one of these people that's already saying that uh, he should take over for Fields full time? I'm not. I'm going to need to see a little bit more from him to completely confirm that I want him to be starting over Justin Fields. It's not going to be one game to determine if I'm going to start him. So, I, I, I have to throw this out there, too. Uh, when we say you are a Bears fan, you really have uh, developed into a Chicago Bears fan. The games aren't always on television locally, so what? how do you consume the Chicago Bears? This week they'll be on Sunday Night Football, and you're going to get your stuffed animals and be all ready for them on Sunday. I know you were singing the, the Sunday Night Football song with one of the Bears, one of the stuffed bears. But how do you uh, consume the bears when they're not on TV? Usually through SiriusXM and just listening to the games. That's how I usually get my fulfill of the Bears game, and then I start yelling at it whenever they give up a stupid touchdown. And I'll tell people that's uh, that's how I got into the Jets when I was v- younger, was listening to the games. And there is something that's much more intimate about that, uh, that draws in your fanhood even more than just scrolling through TV and watching it. Uh, TV can be a very passive thing when you're younger watching it on TV, but if you are listening to it on the radio, uh, yeah, I, 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 you could have been a Jet fan, Derek. You went with the Bears, though, so that's your own misery. You could have gone with the Giants, but now you've gone with the Jets. So <laughs> don't come at me for that one. <laughs> Speaking of the Jets, I want to talk about them. They've been doing as well as they would want with Aaron Rodgers. They have been hovering around the 500 range. And if you're the Jets, you're thinking this is really good. This is even without Rodgers. So when we get Rodgers back next season... He could really do something with this offense. Next season, I'm telling you, he's back before he's back either for the Washington Commanders game or the of the Cleveland Browns game at the end of the season. He's either back Christmas Eve or Christmas week. All right, so you're saying he's going to make a miracle recovery. I something tells me I just have this feeling that he did not have a complete rupture of his Achilles. We were never told it was a complete rupture of the Achilles. We were just told it was an Achilles injury. So... All right, so you're convinced that he will make it back before the end of the season. I'm buying the hype. I am buying the uh, the conspiracies. I think he is back for either week... Uh, what would that be? 16 or week 17. So he'll be back for either the last three or the last two games of the regular season. Well, for me, I don't really see him making that big of a recovery. I don't. I think he had a complete rupture, and I don't see him making it back before the end of the season. But again, the Jets are three and three, and they could really cloud things up in a muddied AFC. A lot of people right after the Rodgers injury, and then the Jets lost three in a row. They were one of the teams that people crossed off the list that you didn't have to think about. But here they are around Halloween, very much in it, similar to the Minnesota Vikings, different circumstances. The Vikings were left for dead, but especially 
if they were to beat the Packers on Sunday. The Vikings are very much in the playoff picture and still really are again. Football, it's becoming a situation where you just want to survive until you hit Halloween. And then once you get November, December, the better teams typically rise to the top at that point in time. Yep, so this is about the time when you can start to think about teams going up onto the top. It's right around, yeah, that's right about where you want to start thinking about that. Like coming up here with a big divisional matchup between the Vikings and the Packers. If the Vikings win, then you didn't write them off. They're right back in. And if the Packers win, hey, they're still climbing up the ranks too. They would end up being tied with the Vikings. Well, technically it would overpass them because they've played one fewer games, but I'm not going to get into that. So moving away. So, keeping it over in there, let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings themselves. They've got a great wide receiving core that was really shown in recent games. And Kirk Cousins has been able to find his targets. And what can I say other than this Vikings team is just a well-built team overall. It may not have been able to get all the wins early on in the season, but... Once we get into October, that's when they started to shine a bit more. Your thoughts on the Vikings? Yeah, the the Vikings the, the, that one is a little that, that one is surprising, especially with the loss of Justin Jefferson and being left for dead. But you know, they they got a win against the Panthers earlier in the year, but that win against the 49ers. And yeah, the 49ers have hit Uh, a little bit of a down spell and Brock Purdy's come back down to earth. That's very, that's very, very impressive. It's similar to the Jets beating the Eagles a couple weeks ago that this now puts the Vikings in position. It's, it's one of those really good substance wins. Kirk Cousins had one thing as well is him performing as good as he did on Monday night kind of broke through that barrier that he and the Vikings have had of not performing well in prime time, big time spots. Uh, he threw the ball some 45 times, had more than 300 yards. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Vikings are a contender. The, the division probably is not there for there anymore. The, the Lions don't have that hard of a schedule, and I think the Lions are poised to be a 12 or 13 win team. But the Vikings are very much in the wild card consideration. Yeah, I have a Vikings fan. He would not stop rubbing it in my face after they beat the 49ers. I'm a Bears fan, so and it was the same story after we lost our blown lead to the Denver Broncos. And, yeah, he has just been all over the Vikings winning these big games and showing that they're not going to go for dead. Well, there's one more thing I want to talk about before we get towards the end of this episode. It will be what happened in the World Series game number one between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. Adolis Garcia hit the home run to walk off 
a World Series game. Not a common occurrence. You don't see a walk-off home run in a World Series game very often. Well, not in game one since the Kurt Gibson famous home run. So it's been a little while since the last game one home run. So talking about the Texas Rangers, how do you think they're going to go through with the World Series? They've now got some momentum coming off of the game one walk-off. They have built a team that can take down the Diamondbacks. How many games do you think it's going to take for this series to be decided? I don't even want to throw that out there. I hope it goes six or even seven games. Since I don't have a dog in the fight, I hope it goes six or seven games. Baseball is only as strong as the next day starting pitcher. There is no such thing as, as momentum. There's good feels. But look at just the last series that both these teams played. Uh, the Diamondbacks were down 0-2. Looked like they were done. They, they were down 0-2. Heck, they were down 3-2 going back to Philadelphia. Had no momentum and won. Uh, the Texas Rangers lost all. Had were, were up 2-0 in their series. Got beat all three games at home by Houston. You're thinking, all right, that series is over. And Texas finds a way. So as magical as Friday night was, and it was very magical, one of those good moments, and people reminded of how romantic baseball can be, and also reminded that a lot of people still very much care about baseball. Stop comparing it to football. Football is in a whole other level compared to anything going on in the world. As magical as Friday night was, it, it bears nothing in terms of what's going to happen in Game 2 and Game 3 and Game 4 uh, because also the bullpens weren't overly taxed and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Game one doesn't mean that Texas is going to go ahead and take this series. If it's a close game, it can go either way. And I'll tell you this, uh, people are quickly recognizing maybe you want Arizona in the World Series, only because uh, Arizona's <laughs> it's about 20 years removed but the last time Arizona was in the World Series was the famous All one World Series. And, of course, in that World Series, there were a couple of uh, famous ninth inning and, in one case, extra inning home runs by the Yankees in the, that World Series. The World Series, the Diamondbacks eventually won on a rare walk-off hit to win the World Series. But uh, Arizona of the, I think it's, uh, what a at the time of this recording, of the four road games they've played in the World Series, they've given up a game-tying or game-winning home run in the ninth inning or later in three of the four games. The Derek Jeter, Mr. November home run came against Arizona. Yep, so there's a lot of talk about in comparing the 01 Diamondbacks versus Yankees World Series to the current World Series Diamondbacks versus Rangers. Either way, we can't predict what's about to happen through the rest of this series. So that will pretty much conclude it. Next episode should be a real fun one. I'm going to bring up some blue gold football in that one. And as usual, I'll just be having a good time. I'm Derek, and that'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.